0: Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 44, Dealing with Criticism, Judgment, and Condemnation. It's July fifteenth, 2022. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and podcaster. I'm also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. I help people be well-loved, happy, and healthy, even when life is very difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way, and my music is by Howie Moskowitz. Dealing with criticism, judgment, and condemnation, oh my heavens, not my favorite topic. At the same time, a very, very powerful topic because this happens all the time in life. People get judged or criticized or condemned or even ridiculed all the time. Now what normally happens is when people get judged or criticized or condemned or ridiculed, it takes them out of the game of life. It tanks them. It could tank them for a day or days or longer, and they ruminate on it, and it's really where people lose their power. They lose their ability to, to be happy and to function. So this is a helpful skill set to have because you. it's very likely, no matter what your age is, that you're going to experience this. And when you have skills... In this area in dealing with criticism, judgment, and condemnation, you if you really have high skill, if you have very high skills, you won't get taken out of the game. Trust me, you will not. Now, so it is an area that's unpleasant and there's just nothing nice about it, but it's common. And and what I deal with is what are the common issues we have and what skills do you need. Now, I happen to be I happen to be very, very highly skilled in this, and one of those reasons is because I have this way of being where I think and dream big, and then I go do big things, which I just did a podcast about thinking and dreaming big, so here's a spoiler alert on that podcast. If you think and dream big, which I sincerely hope you will, I hope and pray you will, uh, because that's where it's at, you will be judged and criticized and possibly ridiculed and, you know, like it will be, you should expect that. So that's a little spoiler alert on that podcast. But that's one reason why I'm so skilled in this. Because if you're going to think differently than other people, you're likely to be criticized. Now, in this podcast, to give you a context, I'm really addressing, um, Regular criticism judgment and condemnation or unfair or unjust criticism judgment and condemnation So what I'm not so if you're doing something bad or you're doing something illegal or immoral or inappropriate I'm not addressing that because you shouldn't be doing those things You shouldn't be doing bad things or illegal things or immoral things You want to have character and integrity in your life if you want to have an amazing life and I do have a podcast about the power and magic and unbelievable greatness of integrity and character. So if you're doing bad things or inappropriate or hurtful, what have you, you need to stop that. You just need to knock it off because this podcast is not for that. If you're doing bad stuff, you need to look at yourself, own it, and change your behavior. I'm really addressing regular judgment, criticism, condemnation, and unfair or unjust criticism, judgment, and condemnation. So when you have skills in an area, it makes life easier. It makes life better. So let's face it. If you're judged, condemned, or criticized, it doesn't feel good. There's nothing good. It just doesn't feel good. There's nothing good about it. And at the same time, if you have skills and muscles that you've built and honed and grown over time, it won't be as painful and it won't be you know as hard and it won't take you out of the game so these are skills you can learn so what am i going to cover in this podcast (laughs) i know i'm going to give you some listen we you have to be able to deal with the hard stuff in life people if you can't deal with the hard stuff in life you're not going to have a real and authentic life, and life is going to be harder and more painful than it needs to be. So you got to grow skills. So I'm going to give some baseline definitions. I'm going to give you a nice list of why people judge, criticize, and condemn others. I have a few side notes about um, critical and judgmental people. I'm going to talk about the impact of having empowering attitudes and beliefs as a way to reduce pain. I'm going to give you a little sidebar, cliff note, spark notes, whatever, on feedback versus criticism. I'm also going to throw in the point of view or life experiences reference I'm going to give you some very fascinating psychology on why some people react negatively to your good news or why they criticize you or judge you and condemn you when you have good news. Some, And then the big meaty part here is, you know, what are the things you can do to grow your skills? So I'm going to touch on that. I'm going to give you a couple of takeaways from the podcast and call to action. And that's what we're going to do today. If you're new to my content, you can visit my website at www.lisaalundy.com to enter my current giveaway. Yes, I love giveaways. Why? Because they're fun. It's fun to give away stuff. It is very fun to give away stuff. So my current giveaway is Look, Look, I Want a Book. So you can go to my website, register for that. Uh, it's going on through December 2022, probably will be extended, or I'll come up with a new one because I love giveaways. And I'm about like, happiness. So the next important piece in this podcast is for you to understand I'm not a medical professional, I'm not a licensed therapist, I'm not anything in, in any capacity in the medical field. You as a consumer should get your medical or therapy advice only from a licensed professional. So it is not my intention to be giving medical or therapy advice in this podcast. If you happen to be suicidal, if you've been thinking about harming yourself or, you know, you're very hopeless or like, you know, you have no meaning to your life and you're suicidal uh, or even remotely close to that, I'm asking you to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 273 8255 That's one 800 273 8255 And I'm asking you to do that because we've put, you know, millions and billions of resources to prevent suicide. So there is help available for you at no charge, and people will help you. Put it on social media, do whatever you need to do. That's my request. All right, so I'd like to get some baseline on some definitions so that we're clear about that. So the definition of criticism is this. The expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. So I want to highlight based on perceived faults or mistakes. When you're criticized, it doesn't actually mean that you've made a mistake or you've done anything wrong or there's any merit to it, which I think later in the podcast will become very clear to you, but I think it's important. We always kind of get on the same page. Now, judgment is the definition of judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. So I think that's important. And the definition of condemnation is the expression of very strong disapproval or censure so I am leaving religion out of this podcast but I do want to make a note that many or or a lot of the religions have an admonishment of not judging other people or judging them properly etc etc so I'm just kind of letting you know judgment criticism condemnations is in many religions and we're not going there because we don't need to all right, reasons why people judge and condemn you, criticize you. I think this is, well, it's a long list, so I think I've got um, over 24 reasons, and I, I, I just want you to, I, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're a critical person, maybe you're not, but it's a, there's a lot of reasons why people do this, and it's really helpful when you're when you're building skills to kind of get the lay of the land, get the territory. So one reason people judge and condemn you, <laughs> I'm laughing because listen, I, I'm really experiencing this is number one, they have a low opinion of you. Well just just understand that's what one, one source. Number two, they have a low opinion of themselves. They lack emotional intelligence. The next one I have is they use emotional reasoning. Emotional reasoning is a cognitive, cognitive distortion, which means they live a false reality. They're not living in real life. They're, they're not uh, using um, logic properly because they have a co- cognitive distortion. And emotional reasoners use emotions to reason and think instead of facts. So if someone's judging <clears throat> and condemning you or criticizing you and they're an emotional reasoner, oh, you know, like you're, you're going to discount that immediately. Of course, you'd have to grow your own emotional intelligence enough and your own self-awareness and your own knowledge base enough to know or be able to recognize someone's an emotional reasoner. So that's, that's a very advanced skill to be able to pick that out, but th- that's... One of the reasons why some people judge and condemn others. Uh, They are jealous or envious. They are threatened by your success or good news at a subconscious or unconscious level. They are arrogant or righteous. They are overly opinionated. They lack wisdom or experience in life. They are overly prideful or egocentric. They think that everyone should be like them. They don't understand you. They don't know you. They, are, they think small or, or are small-minded. They are projecting, which is very common. They are passive-aggressive. That's an, an anger issue. It is how they were raised, and so it is a familiar pattern or maybe the only thing they know. They lack self-awareness and can't hear how they're coming across. They have the cognitive distortion of I'm always right. Yes, that's actually, I have a list I compiled. I think there's 19 cognitive distortions. This is a side note. And uh, they're fascinating and they're common. And one of them is I'm always right. So if someone has the cognitive distortion of I'm always right, that can only lead them to be critical, judging and condemning others because they think they're always right. All right, the next one is, they mistakenly think that they're being helpful next. They've never had any serious life challenges. They have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem, according to the research, accounts for 85% of the population. So 85% of the population has low self-esteem. That's a big problem, and it's a big source for judgment, criticism, and condemnation. It makes them feel better about themselves by putting others down, or it makes them feel more powerful which we can see, we have a lot of people with low self-esteem. So one way to make some people make themselves feel better because they feel so terrible about themselves is by putting other people down through criticism, judgment, condemnation. They have control issues. Um, You are the scapegoat in the dynamic, which means if you're the scapegoat, you can only be judged, condemned, and criticized no matter what you do. You can do the best thing in the world, and there's going to be some judgment and condemnation of you, trust me. Uh, They are cold-hearted or mean-spirited, or they have a mental health disorder like being a psychopath, a sociopath, or a narcissist. So there's 27 reasons why, which is not all-inclusive, by the way, why it's it's a common phenomenon in society and in the world. we have 85% of the people who are walking around feeling like I'm terrible, I'm worthless and and that comes out in, in bad ways on other people. So the next thing I want to cover is uh, a few notes about judgmental and critical people, critical and judgmental people, because I think this is going to be helpful. Because of course, the whole nature and design of my podcast is give you the terrain, give you the lay of the land, give you the research and the facts, give you things to think about, and then give you some steps to grow skills and abilities. So if you're listening to this podcast now, My first question is, are you, you who's listening to this podcast, are you often irritated by other people? Are you often annoyed by other people? Do you refer to other people as idiots or stupid? Or at least if you don't say it out loud, do you think it in your head? Do you often tell others what they should do? Like, you know best, so they should listen to you. If those questions resonate with you because, yes, you're often irritated by other people, or yes, you are often annoyed by other people, or yes, you think people are stupid and idiots, that is your telltale sign, red flag waving, that you are a critical and judgmental person. That's just, we call it as we see it here, by the way, which some people don't like. Um, Those are the telltale signs. They are now. There's something in in uh, they call it like if if you if you spot it you got it or another way of saying it was when you point your finger at someone else if you make the finger pointing sign you know like you're you're actually pointing your finger you had three fingers pointing back at you now this whole subject of criticism. Judgment and condemnation has been written about since the beginning of time. Like everything else I talk about. These are not new things. We just don't commonly talk about them openly and widely in society. So there's a reference from um, uh, an ancient Greek philosopher that says, when you are offended at any man's faults, Turn to yourself and study your own faults. In other words, look in the mirror because it's those things that irritate you about other people or something about yourself that you haven't dealt with. So what it's important to note is that being critical and judgment. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of those people who is constantly or chronically annoyed and irritated by other people and you think other people are stupid or idiots, Okay. This is like your moment. This is your defining moment where you can look at yourself and say, oh, yeah, that's me. Well, guess what? You know, this is a moment for you because if you own that about yourself, it will not control you and you can begin to deal with it. Because Let me tell you. I, I have a YouTube video for young people about making friends. Because making friends is hard, let's face it. doesn't matter what age you are. Making friends is hard. And so I have this video about big no-nos on my YouTube channel in the Making Friends uh, playlist. And this is one of the things that repels people. Being critical and judgmental, Like it repels people. It is extremely unattractive. It's not nice. It doesn't feel good. So if you're one of these people that I just went over the red flags and you're like, oh my God, that's me. Guess what? Here's the good news. You can actually do the work to own it. And when you own it, like really deep in your body, completely take responsibility, completely own it, it will not own you. And you can make a difference and you can actually change that. So, you know, most people who are critical, judgmental and condemn others can't see it. They're not self-aware. Well, all of my material is about self-awareness because self-awareness is where the power begins. It's not, you have to have self-awareness. If you want to have an amazing over-the-top, oh my gosh, pinch me, is this my life, happiness, etc. Self-awareness is a critical component. So, I have years of experience with this stuff, and I'm telling you, the good news is if you just realized, oh my gosh, I'm a critical, judgmental person, or you realized, oh yes, I'm arrogant, righteous, you know, and I'm a know-it-all, these are things that you can make a difference on. This is not the end of the world. This is like the beginning of a new world. So that's kind of that. So the next thing I want to talk about is empowering attitudes and beliefs as a pain relief factor. If you've been judged, criticized, or condemned, it's painful and it's unpleasant. It is It is just that. Even when you have high skills, it doesn't feel good. It's not like, listen, I'm like as skilled as you could probably get in this area because of my big thinking, big dreaming, and other things in life. But it's not pleasant. Nobody likes it. So, you know, and of course, you know, I'm a thought leader and innovative thinker, which adds to the thinking being, it just, you know, makes me like a great target for that. But people don't like it when you're not like them. So I want to talk about having an empowering attitude or belief, because for me and for my perspective, I think it's less painful. So it's always going to be unpleasant and painful when you're judged, criticized, or condemned. But I have this uh, empowering attitude and belief about the world and people, which goes like this, the world is great and people are basically good. People are doing the best they can. So that's kind of like my, one of my overall attitudes and beliefs. So when I'm criticized, judged and condemned, you know, having that as a foundation or a backdrop or a background, then I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, they meant to attack me, they, they're they trying to get me, you know, because my belief system leads me to believe that people are doing the best they can, so they might have just harshly criticized me, or judged me, or condemned me, or ridiculed me, I mean, I've been told I'm ridiculous, <laughs> yes, I'm laughing, because you know what, I'm not ridiculous, I'm crazy, and fun, I have a lot of things, but I'm not ridiculous, um, So having that empowering belief, people are good. People are doing the best they can. The world is basically good. Now, I'm not like, listen, I know there are evil and very bad people. Trust me, I've dealt with them. So it's not like I think, all people are good. Or I have this, you know, unrealistic view of the world. But most people are basically good. And the world is basically good. And most people are doing the best they can. Now, if I had say, a disempowering attitude or belief like, for example, you know, people are out to get me or, you know, people have it in for me or, you know, that type of negative view of like people are bad, then, of course, I would have a different reaction to being judged or condemned or criticized because, number one, I'm expecting it. And number two, it's, you know, what's happened is supported by my belief system so from my viewpoint, my, my experience years and years is that having uh, people are doing the best they can, you know, they meant well, uh, even though it was heartful and painful and unpleasant, makes it less painful. I mean, if you've got the attitude people are out to get you and then they criticize you, that's only painful. That's <clears throat> as painful as it can get. And I'm just telling you that your attitudes and beliefs can impact how you process and how you deal with criticism and condemnation and judgment. The next piece I want to lay on, so we're doing some layering here, is point of view life ex- or life experiences. So one of the things that will lead people to be judgmental and condemning and critic. Critical is that they don't have your life experiences. So, for example, if someone has never been through domestic abuse it's very likely that they won't understand it because they don't understand how does that happen. How did you get into that? If someone's never been married or they've never been divorced or they've never had children or they've never had a special needs child or, you know, what have you, they just might not understand some of the intricacies of, of, your situation and it's our life experiences more often than not that shape our point of view so when people are criticizing judging or condemning you need to consider or i think it's helpful it's my recommendation that you consider their point of view for that can be helpful so for example some time ago i got rid of a lot of my belongings like as much as I could. Why? Because I had been through a major trauma, very bad, major trauma, and those belongings were associated with the trauma. So, so I want good things, happiness, joy in my life. And so when I could part with something, Because I could either replace it or I didn't need it, you know, and it was associated with the trauma. I got rid of it. Well, the people who had been through any type of domestic abuse or violence completely got it. Or some people who were more compassionate or, you know, had more self awareness and emotional intelligence, they could get it. But some people were just horrified. Or and some of them were rife with judgment about, oh, we're just going to have to buy new stuff. Well, you can, you know, you can pick up almost anything at a garage sale or on sale or very inexpensively, but it's unhealthy to keep belongings that constantly remind you of a very bad trauma. It's just not healthy. So when people don't have the life experience or they don't have the point of view they can't, they can't understand why you're doing that because they can only look at life and make sense of life through their own point of view and their own life experiences. So what I'm saying to you is sometimes when people are judging or condemning or criticizing, you know, it's, it's seriously because they don't have the life experiences or the point of view that they can understand. And so they just do what they do. So it's helpful to, to be able to, when you're going through being, we're talking about dealing with being judged, criticized, or condemned. It's helpful to be able to have this point of view, life experiences, element, or piece as you go through this and and dealing with it. Um, Because it's helpful. I mean, you know, I've been even recently, very harshly judged and condemned and, and criticized and told I was ridiculous. And you know, some of those people, they've never had a hardship in their life. Like to be real, they've never really had a big hardship, major traumas, etc. So they just don't have the same life experiences or point of view. That doesn't mean I out of hand dismiss what they're saying. But I'm certainly, you know. When I've got all the years I have of good judgment, right judgment, good decisions, lots of success, et cetera, happy life. Like, you know, you got to consider points of view and life experiences because that's going to be helpful. Now, I want to make a little sidebar note here on feedback versus criticism. In the business world, we talk about constructive feedback. So in the business world or work environments, we talk about, you know, it's time for your annual review or whatever period review. And I think it's very helpful to distinguish feedback from criticism because sometimes managers or business leaders or supervisors without good training or understanding will actually not be giving constructive feedback. They're just being critical or they're just criticizing. So there is a big difference. So when, someone, you know, gives you quote-unquote feedback, I'm doing air quotes here on the feedback, it's helpful for you to know whether it's actually feedback or just criticism. Because, you know, a manager might say, well, I'm just giving you some constructive feedback here in your review when they're actually judging, criticizing, or condemning you. That would be like some, that's a whole other side topic. But anyway, so criticism has a couple elements to it. Number one, it's frequently or most often belittling in nature. So it's not empowering, it's belittling. It focuses on traits rather than behaviors. It's typically based on the fact that there's one right way to do things, and it's often filled with blame. Now, feedback, on the other hand, is different. Feedback focuses on what can be improved. Not what's wrong. It's encouraging in nature, you know, uplifting instead of belittling. It's respectful of someone else's decisions in life. It's not demanding or coercive, and it focuses on behaviors. So there's a a big difference there. So the more you understand that difference, the more you can make sense of this. Because if you didn't have a thorough understanding of the distinction between feedback and criticism or constructive feedback and criticism you could be sitting there through your review and only being criticized instead of constructive feedback so of course if that's happened and of course it happens all the time you know we want you to grow your skills and assertiveness and grow all your skills because then you can sit there and say hmm you know and and stand up for yourself I mean I've had to do this at work lots of times. I'm like, um, wait a minute, I'm being called into the manager's office because I said no thank you to help I didn't need? Mm. Okay. All right, so I want to also talk about, before I get into some steps to help you, grow some skills and abilities in this area, the psychology behind negative reactions to when you have good news, because this is an underlying source for when people are criticized, judged and condemned. Interestingly enough, I think it's fascinating. So let's say you have some good news to share. And then you, you find yourself, you're like, being judged or condemned or criticized they might not do it like right in the same breath like you share some good news they're like oh that's great I'm happy for you then the next thing you know they're like pick 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 criticize 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 or condemn or whatever and you're like what like what just happened well it's very very common and I think that you need to or at least it's extremely helpful wildly helpful in my opinion to understand what What just happened? So we have a conscious, subconscious and unconscious parts of our brain and subconscious and unconscious parts of your brain make up about 90%. So they really kind of run the show behind the scenes and do things that, you know, you, you might not be aware of. So we know that 85% of the population has low self-esteem. I already talked about that. So what happens with someone who has low self-esteem is in their subconscious and unconscious mind, they are constantly thinking, I'm a piece of dirt, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, you know, a theme like that. So when they hear you've been successful or you have some good news or, you know, something good happened to you, At an unconscious or subconscious level, their mind is saying, oh my God, look what they did or look at them, you piece of doo-doo to themselves. And then instead of being able to look inward and say, this is what's happening, it comes out as projection. So projection is a psychology term. I'm a big fan of that, but it happens more often than you would think where, you know, you have some good news or you were successful or something great happened or whatever. And then either moments later or very soon after, you know, you are, you are a horrible person. Some you've become a horrible person. And this is not something that people have access to. They're not intentionally going, oh, they just had good news. so I'm going to take them down. It's, well, I mean, if somebody does that, they're really just evil, and bad, and malicious, but that's not what happens for most people. Most people, they don't have access to it. And sometimes after the fact, they're left with shame and embarrassment about why did they treat you like that? Or why did they behave like that? So it's, to me, very helpful in life to have some basic understanding in psychology, which I mentioned later in the po- this podcast, but I'm mentioning it here because I want you to understand, you know, to be powerful and happy in life, the more knowledge and skills and everything you have, it makes life easier. And life is so hard. I know how life hard is. I want it to be easier for you. Now, from the psychology standpoint, you know, jealousy and envy are two other, you know, the green-eyed monsters, reasons why People will start to pick at you or judge and condemn or criticize you. Now, people who are narcissists or have other mental health issues like sociopaths and psychopaths will typically also have a very negative reaction. So, you know, you want to understand some basic psychology because people who get triggered you know, they're not intentionally getting triggered. They don't even know they've gotten triggered until probably after the fact. So it's helpful. Now, the next thing I want, I mean, I think it's helpful. I think it's wildly helpful to know this because I don't, I don't knowingly have bad people in my life. Yes, I've had some very bad, very sick, very evil people in my life that caused some, you know, traumas, etc. cetera. Uh, which I'm happy and flourish, they're not, but I, you know, so it's really helpful to have a little bit of baseline for why things are happening and making sense of the world, so now I want to give you some ideas on how to grow some skills, or or the things that will be helpful to have in dealing with this, because it's it's an unavoidable fact, you're not going to, you know, change other people, they don't If they're not highly, highly emotionally intelligent, they're not going to have access to why they're behaving the way they are because they don't understand themselves. So the first thing is to grow your emotions as a superpower. This is like one of my favorite topics because your emotions are a superpower if you know how to use them. And the problem is we don't teach people how to use their emotions as a superpower. I mean, I'm, I'm doing that here at the podcast. I'd recommend you go immediately to podcast number two, which is emotions as your superpower. And then I have several other emotions, podcasts like on anger and um, forgiveness, etc. So self-awareness is the first component of emotional intelligence. And this is going to be very helpful for you. Because you've got to become self-aware because you're going to try to figure out is there any value in, in the judgment? Is there any basis in reality? And, and you want to have, be able to have an accurate self-assessment of yourself to begin with. Because if you are sitting here or doing whatever you're doing, listening to this podcast, and you have really low self-esteem... Mm, that's not going to give you probably an accurate reading on yourself or an accurate reading on the situation. So the first thing to do is take on your emotions as a superpower because that's going to help you in every single area of life. It's definitely going to be wildly helpful when you're criticized, judged, or condemned. The next suggestion I have for you is to learn this technique I call flipping the switch on your emotions. It's an easy technique. It's a stopgap measure. It can be done quickly, quickly, quickly to help you kind of get back in the game of life and, you know, not be taken out of the game. Now, it doesn't fix the problem. It doesn't, you're not processing the situation. But if you, when you flip the switch on your emotions, you're basically taking an intentional action immediately to help yourself feel better so i have a podcast on that i have lots of materials on flipping the switch you want to learn to train yourself when you get judged criticized or condemned to go take an immediate action to flip the switch on your emotions so you can start to feel better over time then you can process it decompress debrief blah 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 all the other steps I'm going to talk about, but this flipping the switch on your emotions is an extremely powerful tool that will help you not just with judgment con- condemnation and criticism, but it will help you when other th- negative things happen. So, and and the thing, the great thing about flipping the switch on your emotions is it trains your brain using neuroplasticity of the brain to get wired for happiness, to get wired on, oh, I'm feeling blue. Oh, it's time for me to go take a short walk or listen to some music or read something powering or this, that, or the next. You're going to, you know, you're going to have to figure out what is it you can do to boost your spirits, but you want to start employing that immediately. The next thing I have is to process your emotions. So emotions fall under the umbrella of emotional intelligence. I already mentioned that as the first suggestion. So processing your emotions is kind of like a little bit more it's like the second part of emotion processing because the first part is you have to identify your emotions and you have to accurately pinpoint what how you're feeling. Now the reason this is so important is because when Let's say you're judged, condemned, criticized by someone in your life or at work or wherever, and you don't process that. That emotion, that instance, that those emotions are not going to magically disappear. They don't like float off into the air. You think, oh, I'm over it but you didn't process the emotions, they will actually, we know from the research, it's very, it's very interesting all the things they've researched about the brain. Your brain will actually hold on to that and store that in a reservoir, and it will just wait to come out later or wait to come out in some form of eruption or explosion. So it is very important that you understand. You can't just say, oh, I'm just over it without processing your emotions because most likely the people who do that they actually just stuff it they're actually just like throwing it in the box saying yep i'm done with that but they haven't like gone through the steps of processing their emotions so it is important and i do have a i do have a future podcast coming up on you know that the whole process for you know, pro- going through processing your emotions, which is uh, very interesting. But anyway, so the next thing I have, which I already mentioned earlier, but I'm a huge fan of understanding some basic psychology. So hopefully the piece that I mentioned earlier made you go, mm, that's very interesting because it is very interesting and it's also very helpful. Now I have a whole podcast on Basic psychology terms that I think everyone should know because they are, well, they're not all the terms I think everyone should know, but I think they're the most common, most relevant, most important ones to get started with. Because when you understand something like projection, it's extremely helpful, especially when you're dealing with judgment, condemnation, and criticism. Because some people, it's pure projection. They're projecting their own inadequacies, their own faults, their own BS on you. And it's helpful to to know. You know, and just like it's helpful to know if you're being scapegoated. I mean, and really wildly helpful to know if someone's using emotional reasoning. Because there's no logic in that. So what I promise you is in this suggestion, any time you spend you know, learning about basic psychology, and again, I already have a podcast on that. It's very, it's short. Uh, It's going to be worth its weight in gold in helping you have a happy and powerful life. My next suggestion is that you bump up your self-care immediately. Like it's painful. It tanks people to be judged and criticized and condemned. So you want to make sure you get right on that self-care. If you're not a die-hard true believer, big fan of self-care, if you're not doing self-care every day, you want to make that a priority because that's going to help you feel good. Especially when you're judged, criticized and condemned, but it's going to help you feel good every day and it can help you look younger and you know, it's just a, like amazing. Then the next suggestion I have Oh, We are so sadly lacking in this is to start to develop self-compassion now that I have a podcast on self-care and self-compassion Because these are not typical things that everybody does all you have to do is look around in the world Look at people and you'll know They're not taking care of themselves and they have very little compassion for themselves now They might have a great they might be the most compassionate person in the entire planet for other people But when it comes to themselves, they're beating themselves up with a stick. So my podcast on self-care and self-compassion will help you with those two topics. Highly suggest them. I can't say enough good things about them. Another helpful suggestion is to ask yourself, what can I learn from this, if anything? Well, I'm a huge fan of growth and development because that's... Growth and development is the access to love. It's the access to happiness. It's the access to all the good stuff. So it is extremely helpful to occasionally be introspective and pause and go, hmm, is there anything I can learn from this? And maybe there's something you can learn, and maybe there's not something to to learn. You know, like, I don't know. You know, you're not going to know if you don't pause and be introspective. You know, like, with recent events, I was pausing and going, hmm, what can I learn from this? Well, you know, I could, I could learn that some people aren't really going to be good friends for me because they're too judgmental. And what I'm doing is too contrary to their small minded thinking, you know, or I could learn, mm, yeah, they probably feel really bad about what they did. And of course, one of them did apologize, which was lovely. But, you know, you have to sometimes sit back and say, what, how can I grow from this? How is there something for me to learn? You won't know if you don't pause and ask that question. The next thing, of course, I'm a big fan of, it's very helpful, is to be up to something in life. When you're committed to something, no, it doesn't have to be something big. I'm not talking about you have to be out to change the world. I'm not talking about that. It could be just to have like an amazing, happy life. It could just be to be happy. It could just be to be a good parent or a good worker at work or a good volunteer at the shelter. I'm like, I don't know what it is for you. It doesn't have to be something big, but be up to something. So that could be, I just am going to be happy for the rest of my life, or I'm going to learn what it takes to be happy or whatever. But when you're up to something that you've chosen and you've decided and it lights you up, then, you know, you're not going to be as, um, susceptible to the damage that can be caused by criticism uh, judgment and condemnation, because you're up to something. It's very helpful. I mean, it could be, you know, create a bucket list. It could be anything, but when you're up to something, it will take a little bit of the sting out of other people's rife judgment, condemnation, and criticism. And, you know, like, It will definitely help you be happy because you're going to pick something, you know, like it doesn't have to be big. It could be very simple, but you're going to pick something and be up to it. All right. And that could be, by the way, making new friends. It could be, you know, it could be anything, but be up to something. Uh, And I do have all kinds of materials that will help you with that. Number nine on my list of suggestions is whatever happens, maintain your character and integrity. I have a podcast on character and integrity uh, because it's extremely important, in my opinion. If you want to have a great life, you want to have a powerful life, you want to be happy, you want to be healthy, you want to be well-loved, you have to have integrity and character, and you have to put integrity in everything you do. When you're judged, criticized, or condemned, the natural reaction people are going to have is to attack back because you feel attacked. So you're, you know, I'm suggesting, I'm requesting that you maintain your character and dignity and do not attack back. I mean, it's the most natural, instinctive reaction to being judged, criticized, or condemned is to go do something hurtful or say something mean in response or criticize them back. I'm asking you not to do that because you're actually better than that. And if you're not, then those are the skills to grow and develop because you could be better than that I mean, it's just it's the natural way of being human To you know kind of be hurtful back when someone's hurtful to you That doesn't have to be your thrown way of being if you start to grow and develop yourself and new abilities Next I recommend that you do not take it personally now. Let me tell you When you're judged, criticized, and condemned, most often it is personal. Like, they are judging you. They are condemning you. They are criticizing you. And just because they're doing that doesn't mean you have to take it personally. I mean, I've had really, really bad stuff happen to me personally that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to take it personally because I don't have to. So just because something is personal to you You don't have to take it personally. I know that's a novel idea to some people. Trust me, it really works. You do not have to take things personally, even when they are. I have a very short, very, very short YouTube video on that. And I should probably do some more, but it's just not a high enough priority. I mean, actually, this topic came up as, as a priority because I did the Thinking and Dreaming Big podcast earlier. And, you know, when you think and, and dream big and go for it, people that's you're gonna get, you know, pushback. You're gonna get criticized. So this this podcast became more urgent to do to support the people who are gonna think and, and dream big. So the next thing which I lightly touched on earlier is you know get some empowering attitudes and beliefs. First of all, they're amazing. Secondly they're gonna help you be happier and healthier and and thirdly, it will take some of the sting out. I mean, believing that people are basically good is so much better. It makes life so much better than thinking people are out to get you and people are horrible. And you don't have to. But I know, as a life coach and powerful person and lover of life, and, and this much uh, fun that, that I have, it's, it's definitely feels better, it's nicer, and most people are basically good. I mean, even the ones who judge and criticize you, that doesn't make them bad people. It might just mean that they have really low self-esteem and they got triggered unknowingly. All right, so get some empowering attitudes and beliefs. And lastly, get supported through this process. It's very difficult, it's painful, and very unpleasant to be criticized, judged, or condemned. So you want to be supported. Of course, obviously, I clearly believe that you should start to grow some skills and abilities because then you can get yourself through it. First of all, you're not going to get tanked. Secondly, you don't need to run around getting all kinds of support. But until you do, get supported. That may mean you need to talk to somebody. That may mean you need to get therapy. Just don't wallow in the cesspool of what happened. I mean, also don't attack back and whatnot, but get supported because we don't, we don't grow up in a society and in the world where people are going, okay, so here's how you have boundaries. Here's some ideas for boundaries. Here's how you be a certain, we don't, don't, aren't teaching people lots of things so they don't have the skills. All right. A couple quick takeaways. Number one, being judged, criticized, and condemned are an unpleasant part of life, but they are part of life. Number two, you can grow skills and abilities to make this unpleasant and painful part of life easier. And it will take some time to develop new skills and abilities, but you can do it because anybody can do it. Now for my call to action, it's just time to start getting on the road to growth and development, because you want life to be easier. You want to be happier. And these are the things that will help you. And it's also time to recognize that being judged and condemned or criticized doesn't have to tank you and take you out of the game of life because there are actions you can take. And lastly, share this podcast on social media with your friends to help people with this because people need help with this. All right, that's it. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 44, dealing with criticism, judgment, and condemnation. I hope you're going to start taking some steps to build skills in this area because it's painful and it is unpleasant. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe so you get the new ones automatically. You can also connect with me at my website at www.lisaablondy.com where you can enter my giveaway and uh, connect with me. So I hope you're doing well. I love you and take care for now.